It's another episode of D-List of the Podcast. I'm Michael K. I'm Allison. So my dog, LV, he doesn't listen to this podcast. Why because, not? Well, he has standards and he hears my voice enough. Okay. So he doesn't listen to it. But I still want to wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday. If I had like um, streamers like Rip Taylor, I would like shoot them off right now. Oh my god, he would hate that. Would he? No, he might like that. Maybe he likes he likes drama, glamour, but Shiny. so he's seventeen. That's an old dog, Michael. That, how are you age shaming him? Well, you that's fine. He doesn't look a day over thirteen. No, he looks old as hell. Like his, <laughs> it's all gray. His his um his fur is a little busted. You know, not as fluffy. He's a Grizabella. He's like the dog Grizabella. Is he outside singing on a trash can right now? Yeah. Memories. <laughs> but 17 is 84 in Chihuahua years. Ooh. And the world's oldest Chihuahua on record, his name was Megabyte. And oh. Megabyte lived to 20 years and 265 days. That's okay. That's old. No disrespect to Megabyte, but that's an old dog. Well, the Dermot Mulroney. He claimed that I know this is very random, but I is I, he the I oldest deep, Chihuahua? I deep dove into Chihuahua ages, and it it brought me to Dermot Mulroney. Okay, no, but he had a Chihuahua named Maverick, who he claims made it to twenty two. Mm. Which um, papers, please needs verification. This is Maverick. Okay, Maverick is twenty two. Twenty. Maverick um, can't see or hear, and he has no teeth. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that. So, El, my dog Elvie just needs to make it to twenty years and two hundred sixty-six days, and he'll beat the official record. Oh my and god! And then I can whore him out for like endorsements mm-hmm. for like the last remaining like six days of his life. After that, no, Elvie will live oh to be twenty-five. Oh my god! No, he's gonna live to be like Dermot Moroni's fake Chihuahua, twenty-two. As long as yeah, LV twenty-five. Be- yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can like get Elvie's face on little T-shirts, and Elvie can like get married to a um, like a three-year-old dog. I think you say three-year-old. <laughs> three-year-old. <laughs> no, like a th- like a young like three-year-old puppy will oh, come like by and be like a twenty-something. Yeah, be like bark, bark. Like a thought. <laughs> yeah, because Elvie will be like old and rich. That's true. Yeah, that's the dream. Mm-hmm. So let's pray for that. Okay, so now let's move on to Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan. Mm-hmm. We all know, like, Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. <laughs> we all know or, Jeffrey I mean, Epstein. Or, or he was, he killed himself. Uh, allegedly killed himself. Allegedly yeah. killed himself. And so Prince Andrew's name has come up several times since he was friends with Epstein. Mm-hmm. But the royal escándalo that the British tabloids are all about is one involving their favorite target, Megan. Megan. Evil. That and evil bitch Megan. Evil hussy Megan. And we're going to cover it now since we're really no better than the Daily Mail. I mean, I mean, it's nice that we would compare ourselves to such an illustrious uh, journalistic. Highly esteemed yeah. literary journal. <laughs> so Prince Harry has made many speeches about climate change. Right. And recently told Jane Goodall in the issue of British Vogue, the one his wife guest edited, Mm -hmm. that they only want one more child because of climate change. Right. Because apparently, like, kids put out a bunch of carbon emissions or something. 
Oh yeah, they're disgusting. They really do. I mean, they're yeah, my, coughs alone. My baby puts out at least three carbons a day. At least. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, if Prince Harry really cared about climate change, he'd come over here and warm up this glacier wormhole, if I ain't being too subtle. <laughs> but that's, that's my last Harry Six comment, I swear. No, it's not. But no. no, it is. So, anyways, at the end of July, many powerful rich types went to Italy for Google Camp, mm-hmm. which is a conference to fight climate change. Yeah. And, of course, a lot of the richies there take private jets because mm-hmm. they care about Mother Nature, but... Mm-hmm. Not enough to smell the pores while riding on EasyJet. Yeah, not enough to carpool on the way there. No, not at all. So Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the most famous offenders. Right. Since he's made another career about being the savior to the environment, but he takes lots of private jets, he uses yachts, Mm -hmm. he throws away his girlfriends when they turn 25. So he's a big offender. Mm -hmm. And Prince Harry, Leonardo was at... um, Google camp Mm -hmm. and Prince Harry was there and he spoke about how terrifying climate change is. And he did it while barefoot, I guess, to prove how much he loves the earth. I suppose so. He's like, I don't even wear shoes anymore because shoes are stomping all over mother earth. I know they're tainting. I said taint, tainting (laughs) the earth. Right. So the sun and other tabloids called Harry and Meghan hypocrites because they talk about climate change and how, dangerous it is but yet they took four private plane flights in 11 days mm-hmm. Pri- pri- that's like a tongue twister four private plane flights <laughs> so for Megan's birthday she Harry and their kid Archie took a private plane from London to Ibiza we're gonna be <laughs> Spanish yeah, in España and back again mm-hmm. and then a private plane from London to Nice and back again the sun claims that a private plane flight generates seven times more emissions than a regular commercial flight. Right. Sorry. Per person. Cause per when, person. Yeah. Because when I first read that, I was like, oh, my God, how are these tiny little planes putting up more gas? But then it's like when you work it out per person, it's like carpooling, right? Like if everybody yeah. drives a car, that sucks. But if like four people get in a car, it makes it better. So, yeah. yeah. So they also say that the average UK person has a carbon footprint of 13 tons a year. Right. And Megan and Harry's trip to Ibiza alone had a carbon footprint of four tons. Right. And that's like per person. Yes. Right. So technically it's like 12 tons because it's like four per person and there's three of them. Yes. But yeah. but the UK, the average UK person spends 13 tons a year each. Right. And so Megan, Harry, yeah, each, that was each four tons. Yeah. Okay, so Harry also took a helicopter ride from London to Italy for Google Camp. Yeah. So, you know, they're all getting shit on because of that. While Ellen DeGeneres, she defended Harry and Meghan, saying that she and her wife Portia met them in England to talk about wildlife conservation, and they were so down to earth, and imagine getting attacked for everything you do when you're just trying to make the world a better place, which, okay, Ellen. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Ellen, Ellen is definitely trying to make the world a better place as well. Like, she's always giving, like, millions of dollars to YouTube stars. So, you know, she yeah, understands. So, so she's, yeah, so she's she has to defend one of her own. Yeah. So Pink also piped in, saying that the attacks on Megan are public bullying. Pink doesn't isn't really involved in this, but I guess she was bored. Well, Pink, I, well, I think Pink is, like, on Ellen's payroll, because, like, um, she's always on the Ellen show. She does the theme song for the Ellen show. You know, the one that's like, 
Ah, today's the day. Na, na, oh, so na, she right? just wanted to make sure that Alan's going to use that song for another season. So yeah. she get that check. Yeah, okay, or, if I she, or if she scraps it, then she's like, can you do another theme song? She's like, you bet I can. Yeah, so, I yeah, so she's kind of in Alan's pocket. Okay. And then Elton John also said something on Twitter, but he's actually involved in this right. because he owns the private jet or he got the private jet to pick up Harry and Meghan and take them to Nice. And he stayed at their house in Nice. Mm-hmm. So Elton tweeted... I am deeply distressed by today's distorted and malicious account in the press surrounding the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's (laughs) private stay at my home in Nice last week. Prince Harry's mother, Diana, Princess of Wales, was one of my dearest friends. I feel a profound sense of obligation to protect Harry and his family from the unnecessary press intrusion that contributed to Diana's untimely death. Mm -hmm. So Elton said that he and his husband, David, offered them their home, offered Harry and Meghan their home in Nice because they've been working so hard and need a vacation. Yeah, he's like, like I want stop. to give, Yeah, he's like I want to give their little family a vacation. It's like their little family was just in Ibiza, so they're fine. And they their house living in that house is a vacation. Living in Froghore Cottage yeah. in that big ass Froghore Cottage on an estate, that's a vacation to oh, me. But being, anyway, being a prince and a duchess is a vacation. I mean, yeah, like my job is to wave at some charity event. That's a vacation. But anyway, so Elton said that he also offered them his private plane to provide them with a high level, much needed, high uh, high level of much needed protection. Mm -hmm. So Elton said that the flight was carbon neutral, meaning Elton donated money to environmental projects to offset the carbon footprint of the private plane ride. Like a lot of companies do this. Right. It's basically just like, you know, rich people throwing money to feel better about flying private. Yeah, it's like a big, it's like a pat on the back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Doug Parr, the chief scientist of Greenpeace UK, is not amused by Elton's donation and tweeted that carbon offsetting is not a meaningful response to aviation emissions. Good works can be done with cash out into offset schemes, but it is no solution. No. Well, also, it just, to me, it didn't, like, yeah, to me, it's kind of bullshit. Because one oh, of the total things. bullshit. Yeah. Like, when I went on the, like, website, like, he promoted, uh, what's it called? Car- carbon just, Footprint. Carbon Footprint. TM. Yeah. Company. So, I went on that because I was like, I want to see exactly what happens. I assumed Elton John dumped, like, made a donation of like $10,000. Like the way he was talking about, look, and I love Elton John. So this is coming from a place where it like, it hurts me to say this, but he was acting like he made this huge donation to like, you know, he called up Mother Earth and was like, give me your bank information. I'm going to wire you some money. And as it turns out, it was only like maybe a couple hundred dollars worth of like a donation. And it was for like, they have all these options where you can donate to this or donate or you buy. Right. So it's like, you can buy time uh, cleaning the water here or whatever. But like a lot of them are just tree planting. And it's like, um, I'm sorry, but I was a girl scout at one point in time and we did that shit for free. So it's not like, like it's not like, but it's it's like he contacted the company and said, they're taking this private jet. What, how much money do I have to spend to offset this yeah, so that like, I can tweet about it? Yeah, they're like $100. What if they get shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you, what do you think? Okay. Well, for me, this is a hard argument to have because I look, I love the earth. Okay. What can I say? I love the earth. Oh, no, but like, <laughs> are you no, barefoot but, right now outside and your feet are touching the? The soil. Um, I'm barefoot, but it's because it's way too hot for shoes right now. No, like I try my best to 
be as like zero waste as I can. I'm dead serious too. Like I'm like, I think I talked about having a wooden toothbrush. Okay. Like I basically saved the world with that. But what I'm trying to say is I don't take unnecessary flights for that reason because I remember a friend telling me. Which is crazy because you're such a jet setter, Allison. Me I know. Too. Every weekend I'm like, look out Ibiza, here I come. <laughs> no, but, but like. take a paddle boat instead yeah, yeah. of flying private. Yeah. But like. Elton John's plane. Beautiful private jet. I mean, look, I'd love to see that private jet. I bet it's great. But I, the last time I was on a plane was five years ago. I don't like any type of trip that I try to take. I try to take it local. Like I don't own a car. So for me, it's like, and I know that it, that is like, that does nothing because it's like the big so for corporations that are like, they're hypocrites. It's like, it's the big companies that are dumping shit, but it's also people like Harry and Megan and other people, not just them, but it's other people who fly private like every other day like the kardashians are in a private jet every three days yeah Yeah. so it's like they take a private jet to the grocery store oh please they take a private jet to another private jet to go to the grocery store yeah like so it's it's people like that where that's how the world is dying is like when you're constantly flying so yeah they're huge hypocrites like if they they might as well have 10 kids because it's not going to make that big of a difference when you're flying constantly or you have like a bunch of homes or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And what's bullshit is Elton said, you know, much needed security, which the British Royal family has taken commercial before and they've sat in coach gasp. Yeah. It's not like it's unheard of. I feel like this is, I might sound like a Megan hater right now and I don't want to, but to me, them taking both of those private jets to me says that they didn't want to get caught going on two back-to-back vacations so they're like shh we're going on some private jets like nobody needs to know because if because if they didn't care they would have flown commercial they would have been like yeah we're going on vacation leave us alone well to add to that i think they're stupid because (laughs) if i was them i would have boarded and i didn't want anyone to know Mm -hmm. i would have boarded that private plane while wearing a duchess kate and a prince william mask because nobody cares about those two so it wouldn't make the news (laughs) It's true. Well, they could have they could have sat like fully commercial in coach and people would have just been like, who are they again? Is one of them like a is one of them a duke or something? I can't it's remember. Kathy and Bill. <laughs> Kathy and Bill from down the street. Yeah. So, yeah, they're hypocrites. So let's move on to Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes were together for six years, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go over the history yes. of Foxhole. So Katie, <laughs> she got divorced from Tom Cruise in 2012. Uh, which she honestly didn't get enough credit for how beautifully she pulled that divorce, <gasps> honestly, divorce off. Yeah. Like, like, that was the real Mission Impossible. I don't want to dwell, but I feel like if Ryan Murphy is looking for new shows to do, that should be one that he does, is, like, American Crime Story. Or Katie anybody, really. divorce. Anyone. Make a a docu series, A podcast. We should do a spinoff of this podcast where we just talk about that what she pulled off you know i'd fucking listen to that honestly because it included burner phones i mean she it was quick so she yeah i mean she basically didn't want any money all she wanted was freedom in surrey can you blame that her? can be the name of it freedom <gasps> in surrey. surrey oh my god okay we need to trademark this <laughs> so anyways so they they got a divorce in 2012 so the first sighting of jamie and he was in collateral with tom cruise right which they he did before tom um, started dating Katie. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the their first sighting of the two was in August 2013. Mm-hmm. So they danced together at a benefit in the Hamptons. 
And the tabloids said they spent a lot of time together at her apartment in New York City. Jamie denied it. In March 2015, Us Weekly posted a blurry pic of them holding hands in a recording studio. Mm -hmm. I remember that pic. I do, do. Jamie said that they were recording voiceovers, but the pro- he named the project, but this project doesn't exist. It no, never it was, came out. It was a lie. So he was lying. In September 2017, they were papped holding hands on a beach in Malibu. That was like their debut to me. Yeah, that was their first kind of that was their first time getting photographed holding. Well, no, because there was that blurry pic. Anyways, yeah, it was a debut. So in December of that same year, Katie was at Jamie's 50th birthday party, and mm-hmm. they got into some PDA. Mm-hmm. They were papped a few times, holding hands after that, and they made their official public debut as a couple at this year's Met Gala in May. Mm-hmm. So throughout the years, there's been rumors about a breakup. There's been rumors about engagement. There's been rumors that Jamie fucks around and she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. There's been rumors that they keep their children out of their relationship, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So they both never confirmed they were together and they never really talked about it. Mm-hmm. But Jamie's daughter told people in May that they're really good and great and that Katie is very chic. Which is she? Yeah, that was like that's a good kind thing for her to say. So cut to this week when Jamie, who is fifty one years old, mm-hmm. was papped leaving a club in West Hollywood with twenty one year old singer Cela Vave. Yuck. After the pics came out, sources said that Jamie is just mentoring CeeLo, which, uh-huh. Yeah. Is that I know what we're calling it? Yeah. I know what he's mentoring. So, but not long after that, everyone reported that Katie and Jamie are done. So mm-hmm. Us Weekly says that Katie has been telling people Jamie can do whatever he wants because they broke up in May. In mm-hmm. Touch says that Katie's ready to settle down. But Jamie's a hoe, and he doesn't want to move to New York City, where she's based. Mm-hmm. So she dumped him. But other sources say that since they're always on and off, there's a chance they can get back together. Yeah, I believe that. You think they're going to get back together? I could see it. Because she doesn't care if he, like, she really doesn't care if he fucks around. And, like, once that once that girl, Sela, understands that, like, like once it wears off that she's dating Jamie Foxx, then she's like, oh, he's popping C. Alice, like, he is old. She'll be gone, and then he'll call up Katie Holmes, look it back together. I don't know. It seems like an ideal situation for both of them. What do you think of them as a couple? Okay. I think they're the weirdest fucking couple. Well, that's they, why I love them. Yeah. They, like, they make no sense. Like Zero. No. Because, and it's, it's everything. It's like, their ages are just a bit different. They come from very different mm. places. Like, she's like Dawson's Creek, but then was also kind of into Scientology. And he's like kind of cool and is like a player a and stuff he's a hoe but then also he's got like adult kids and she's got this like little and also like jamie fox like when i say jamie fox seems cool katie holmes seems nice but like oh no katie, she's not cool she, i would never describe her as cool it's a very it's really weird it's like opposites attract just like paul abdul says but why i also really love them is because tom cruise probably hates it Oh, like, yeah, he's... the sight of them, like, sets his asshole on fire, which is bad news for David Miscovige's tongue, <laughs> since it's always up there. So it's on fire. But anyways, I don't think they're going to get back together. No, and why do you think that? I don't know. I think because I do think, like, I believe the tabloids that she wants to settle down, mm-hmm. get another husband, have a little sweet family. So she should move on to, like, Liam Hemsworth. And then Jamie Foxx can move on to Miley. 
the the hoes be hoes together. It's true. I and like I so of course I think they're going to get back together. I think maybe one more time, maybe two more times. But I also maybe think three, that four, maybe five. four, at least you know it'll be twenty forty seven. They'll call it quits for real. But I just think that like they, there's got to be something that like Jamie. It's a deal breaker for him. Like I feel like Katie's deal breaker is when. He smells like other women. And I feel like... Which James is probably always. All the time. Yeah. Those luscious man titties of him are just covered in lady, other lady saliva. Yeah. Christmas morning is the only time he doesn't smell like it. Yeah. He's like, it's my gift to you. No, like, there's got to be part of Jamie that he doesn't love being followed by, like, white windowless Scientology vans. Like, he doesn't love seeing people dig through his trash. So that, to me, would be his deal breaker where he'd think, okay, it's we're done. I don't have to worry about Sea Org following me everywhere anymore oh they'll still follow him that's true what else they gotta do yeah i mean they're not tracking down surrey so that tom can go hang out with her allegedly so moving on from two people who you know don't want to be together to two people who were fighting on not even people what am i saying these are not people that were fighting no um, no so two chicken sandwich companies were fighting on twitter this is the real news by the way Fuck Harry's jet. <laughs> this is like chicken sandwiches were fighting. So last week, Popeye's debuted a new chicken sandwich. And it's um, it's like a chicken. It's fried chicken. It's on a brioche bun. It has pickles and mayo. It's available mild or spicy. And Can I, I just say yeah. that I love, love Popeye's. Oh, yeah, me love, too. Love, love, love Popeye's. Love it. They lost me at that brioche bun. I what? cannot with a brioche bun. No, I hate a brioche bun. What, Michael? Okay, you would love the Canadian Popeye's chicken sandwich because you know what ours is on? Potato bun? No, a dry-ass ciabatta bun. Oh, no, I can't with that. I'm trash. I just like a potato bun. Just a plain, flat, basic bitch potato bun. So like- that's why they like Because I was all about this Popeye sandwich and then I right. read brioche bun and my boner broke. What's your problem with brioche buns? It just, I don't like the texture. It's a little sweet to me. I just, I'm not into it. Mm, I like how sweet it is. It's nice and spongy and soft. It's like a soft bum. Anyway, so everyone online, everyone online was like looking at the sandwich. First of all, people were very excited, but then other people were like, that's a Chick-fil-A sandwich. So Chick-fil-A, because because companies are now people on Twitter, like that's the world we live in. Yeah, the interns are create yeah. a voice yeah. for the chicken sandwich a company doesn't truly exist and unless they're like quote unquote clapping back at each other on twitter yeah. so chick-fil-a responded to popeye's tweet about their new sandwich um saying bun plus chicken plus pickles equals all the love for the original and then popeye's tweeted back at them asking i can't even say this y'all good as if Popeye's the corporation, as if like the CEO of Popeye's is sitting there being like, y'all good Chick-fil-A? No, they're not. Anyway, so like tons of people started piling on like Wendy's. Yeah, it was a huge Bojangles thing. Jangles and Shake Shack and Boston Market. They were all like tweeting at each other being like, like, LOL, y'all are fighting. Now is their time to shine. Anyone with like a chicken nugget on their menu was tweeting about this, except yeah. for KFC, who haven't tweeted since last month. And you'd think that they would be all over this. But no, they were... They were they were quiet, as Twitter would say. They're out there injecting their chickens with hormones. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they were just basically fighting with each other, which makes which is so stupid because this is like a sandwich. This is such a who cares. But people online tried the sandwich, and a lot of people said the Popeye sandwich is better than the Chick Fil A sandwich, and most people were very excited about that because 
you know, there are still some people who are very sore from 2012 when it was revealed that the CEO of Chick-fil-A, Dan Cathy, um, it, it was just, you know, discovered that they were donating money to anti- they still LGBTQ. do. Oh, they do. D- yeah. Dan Cathy is still the CEO of Chick-fil-A and he, like, his comments were, he didn't try to deny it either. He was like, we support a traditional family. Like, his quote was, he goes, guilty as charged. Like, yeah, we're donating yeah. money. So... Yeah, a lot of people were just very happy about this new sandwich. So you're not going to try it then? No. And so I, the Chicago Tribune, okay. they ranked 26 fast food chicken sandwiches, which mm-hmm. is, yes, there's 26 fast food chicken sandwiches to rank. Mm-hmm. So they said the Shake Shack one was number one, which I've never had. Wrong, wrong. That's what they said. Popeye's, they said, was number two. Okay. They said Chick-fil-A was number three. Okay. Dead last McDonald's. <laughs> Well, yeah, McDonald's. Are they talking about the McChicken? Because that thing is a piece of shit. And I've never had... I've had the McDonald's one, because again, I'm trash. But I've, yeah. I haven't had any of the other ones. I've never, ever had Chick-fil-A. Like, Are I'm you an untainted me? gay. I've never had Chick-fil-A. Oh, my God. It's... You, do they have that in Canada? No, so we're getting one. And apparently, like, you know when they say when they open up a Chick-fil-A, if you're one of the first hundred people in line or whatever, you get, like, free Chick-fil-A for, like, a year for life or something like that? If you wonder why I like call in sick one morning, it's because I will be waiting outside that Chick-fil-A. To I mean, eat, I won't. To, I won't. To I won't, eat but. the tears of gays and I, the blood of gays, Allison. But you need to understand that we don't have good chicken sandwiches in Canada. Well, do you have Popeyes? We do, but our sandwich is garbage. Do you know what it is? It's a chicken. It's a chicken tender on a. That brioche one is not going over there. No, we won't get that one. Ours is a chicken tender on a ciabatta roll, and it's disgusting. Well, you know what, Allison? You're the one to start this movement to get that brioche one over to Canada, so you don't have to go to Chick Fil A. I'll try, but Popeyes. I've tweeted at Popeyes before. They do not respond to me. (laughs) Just put a. um, Who who are they final with? Uh, put a Chick-fil-A logo on your account, change your name to Chick-fil-A Canada, and then tweet them and they'll respond. Yeah, tweet them in like slang. I'm like, what's up, Popeyes? <laughs> what's up, sis? Yeah, y'all, y'all finna bring that sandwich over to Canada. <laughs> okay, so this is the part where us and I give our thoughts on five stories, starting with Kaylee Kuoko. So Gwyneth Paltrow and her latest husband, Brad... Felch me, mm-hmm. I have a hard time pronouncing his name, didn't live together for a year after getting married and they're finally moving in together. But Kaylee has Gwyneth beat because she's been married to Carl Cook since July 2018 and they still don't live together. She told E! News they're building their dream house and will eventually live together. But for right now, they don't see each other every day and that works for them. This mm-hmm. is very different from her first marriage because she moved that man into her house the day after their first date. Mm-hmm. Which obviously was a smart idea. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's, super. It's how you build a long-lasting relationship. Yeah. But, I mean, I think what she's doing there is really smart. And I mean, it's smart for, like, her future. Because I feel like, I don't know, 90% of celebrities get divorced. And this way, TMZ will never have a headline and a blurry picture that's like, moving trucks were spotted at Kaylee Cuoco's house. Is it over? Question mark, question mark. Because they don't live together. Oh, yeah. It took me a minute, but I got it. Yeah, it's out there. (laughs) But see... And I'm with you. I think it's a good idea. But that's why I'm wondering, like, is their dream home, like, 50,000 square feet? It probably is because they're both really rich. (laughs) Where their private wings are on opposite sides so they never have to see each other. Because that, to me, is the key to everlasting marriage, is never seeing each other. Just an underground tunnel. Yes. 
So Variety reports that Lana Wachowski will direct and co-write a fourth The Matrix movie, and Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss will both be back. The second and third Matrix movies both came out in 2003. Production is expected to begin early next year, and it doesn't seem like Lana's sister and filmmaking partner, Lily, is involved. Ooh, scandal. Die. Probably not. She's probably what, just movie working scandal? on something else. Yeah. Yeah, movie she, she, director she scandal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, number three sucked. No offense. I don't want to use, I don't want to be associated with this one. But you know what? They're gonna have to really reinvent the story because the first one was all about or like the first, second, and third one, excuse me, was all about humanity stuck in this fake fantasy world and like everyone's kind of zombies and stuff. And now people are just like, Yeah, that's called Instagram. Yeah, exactly. But and especially it's Instagram because everybody's wearing those little ass ugly glasses. Mm, oh, yeah. Those are. But see, I've been waiting for like the return of Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. But not in another Matrix movie. I've been hoping she would return in a reboot of her greatest work, which is Models, Inc. We can still hope. That's that's what we need a reboot of, Models, Inc., not another damn Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. So in this podcast, we talked about how Julianne Hoff's husband, Brooks Lake, said on his podcast that she loves it when he sucks her toes. Julianne wants to clear the air uh, and clear tells people, yeah, clear the toe jam-filled mm-hmm. air, and tells people that he likes to suck her toes, but she doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. She She probably got sick of Quentin Tarantino DMing her. Sliding into those DMs. Truthfully, yeah. <laughs> I feel so bra- bad for her husband, though, because now he's going to start questioning everything. Like, he thought that she liked it when he was sucking her toes. And now he's probably going to be like, I'm starting to think that you were lying when you said, this is great when I humped you for 30 seconds while wearing my gym socks, came and passed out asleep. Did you even enjoy that? Or while he was fucking her toes, because they probably <laughs> do that, too. I mean, those ex-Mormons, they're kinky. And now yeah. let... Allison's never talk about Julianne Huff's toes again. This is the second time, and it's two times too many. Yeah, you next week will be like, now, important toe update. <laughs> It'll be like the main story. <laughs> so Larry King, who is 85 years old, mm-hmm. filed for divorce from Sean King, his 59-year-old wife of almost 22 years. Sean is Larry's seventh wife. He's been married eight times. He married one wife twice. Uh So Larry filed for divorce from Sean in 2010, but they got back together. And in 2016, she denied rumors that she cheated on him. I mean, I believe her. Who would cheat on that hot piece of suspenders wearing ass? Yeah, he's like, he's like, now tonight on Larry King Live, we're going to fuck in the bedroom. He would never say that. It's disgusting. Look, he's only 85. That was my Larry King impression, by the way. It's great. Um, Here, he's 85. He's probably going to be one of those old guys that lives to be like 103. So so he's got at least four more marriages in him. So don't cry for Larry King. He will find love again. Well, and that's the thing. Like this news is going to bring on like a gold digger bloodbath. <laughs> because yeah. they're all going to fight to the death to get with Larry King, who is 85 years old. He loves getting married, like you said, and he's worth $150 million. This anyone, is the gold digger Olympics. Anyone under the age of 85 is going to be going after him. You're going to see I, I mean, Elvis, I am. Yeah, Elvie's going to be packing his bag. And I'm going to put a blonde wig on him and send Elvie on his way to get that money. Okay. And finally, Faye Dunaway got fired from the one-woman play T at Five for being a mess, Mm -hmm. for being Faye Dunaway, basically. So she played Catherine Hepburn in the show, and it was supposed to go to Broadway. I wrote about this on the site, so just Google 
delisted Faye Dunaway mess and it'll come up. But she was accused of attacking crew members, throwing salads on the floor, and wearing an earpiece that fed her lines because she didn't memorize them. Well, now, Michael Rocha, who was hired to be Faye's assistant for the run of the play, is suing her for wrongful termination, basically, and other things. So Michael said he was paid $1,500 a week, and his job was to get her to rehearsal, make sure she took her meds, et cetera, et cetera. So the blast says that the lawsuit claims that Faye regularly verbally abused and humiliated Michael. He claims that Faye called him and other workers little gay people and called him a little homosexual boy. When he complained to management, he was fired and said Faye wasn't comfortable with working him any working with him anymore. Sounds mm. just like Faye. <laughs> I know. And I bet that when like Faye was confronted about it, she was probably like, I don't understand what the problem is. I called him little. I did not call him big and fat. He should be flattered. <laughs> that's true. And no, that's exactly like I'd be offended if Faye Dunaway called me a little homosexual boy. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm a big old flaming fag. <laughs> I'm not a little homosexual boy. Like, get it right, bitch. This episode is a little short because it's my dog's birthday and I got to take him to Chuck E. Cheese's Mm -hmm. and let him play skee-ball while I get drunk on beer and hit on the dads, (laughs) as any good parent does. But before we go, Allison, you wanted to talk about this chicken sandwich again. You just can't get it out of your mind. You know, look, I, I, when we were talking about, when you mentioned that list of like the chicken sandwich rankings, I was... I was honestly livid when you said that Shake Shack was voted as the best one. I was very upset because I'll go to my... So upset you couldn't speak. Oh, when literally after we like, like after we finished that segment, I was like, Michael, listen, I gotta, I gotta rectify. I got a problem here. Okay. Here's something (laughs) that really grinds my gears, but I will go to my grave defending the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich as the best chicken sandwich. So if you don't eat at Chick-fil-A, you should be going to Wendy's and getting the spicy chicken sandwich because it's like it's the best it's the best chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life and I've eaten a lot of chicken sandwiches yeah I believe you yeah I believe you so Wendy's is number one Wendy's is number one and then Chick-fil-a if you have no morals and you're just like and you you hate gays you're morally devoid (laughs) then yeah Chick-fil-a is number two I suppose I'm glad. I'm glad we cleared the air on that. And I'll say this. I didn't just defend Wendy's because I was hoping that they would possibly sponsor us in some kind of way or throw coupons at us. Oh, they won't. I was doing this honestly. They won't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wendell's, who is Wendy's second, third cousin that has a shop in a strip mall in Tampa, they might might throw us a coupon. Where chicken is in quotes. Chicken. We'll be yeah. We'll be lucky to get a coupon from there. I'll so, on that note, if you have a question for us, or you want to let Allison know that she's wrong about that Wendy's chicken sandwich, because I'm sure. sure there's someone who thinks you're wrong about that chicken sandwich. Oh yeah, someone's very upset right now. You can email us at dtp at dealers dot com, dtp at dealers dot com. Till next week. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you.